This is the VO Life Podcast. All about the ups and downs of being a voice actor in the real world. Casting sites, agents, marketing, using every resource to make sure we keep growing and reaching for more. We may not be superstars, but we're grinding our way up. From the occasional regional to the local 15 and everything in between, we are living the VO life. Join us weekly for recent happenings and interviews with the people who can help you on your walk through the VO life. Now, here's your host and fellow traveler, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 welcome back to the VO Life. I'm Troy Holden, your blue collar voice of choice. What is a blue collar voice of choice? What does that mean? What does that branding mean to me? That's not what the podcast is about, but real quick, let me say this. It's a work ethic. It's not the fact that I'm doing blue collar voice over. It's the fact that I am a blue collar voice of choice. Blue collar meaning I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to get my, my hands dirty. You know, whatever I got to do to deliver that best product. And that's what that's what all that means to me. Anyway, where'd that come from? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's Evocation Weekend. And uh, I'll be doing that uh, tonight and tomorrow. This is on Friday, uh, September 8th, 2023. For those that are listening a year from now, <laughs> that's kind of weird to think about, but it happens. Um, yeah, the Evocation Conference is going on. I was blessed to win a, a free ticket, and I can't wait to go because it's business-related, and I like doing business stuff. But today, in a little different light, we're going to be talking about 10 things, 10 steps that you should be taking if you are getting into VO. You're brand new. You're pretty well brand new. You haven't bought anything yet. You're looking into it. You're not sure. What am I supposed to do? I'm not positive. I really want to, I just, I just don't know. What part of EO should I target? How should I do this, this, and that? Well, let's kind of get into what to do. I have gone back and forth with this. Uh, I've talked to other people in the industry and I said, you know, what do you think? And I've gotten some feedback and I'm going to be close on this. There's going to be one or two steps that could get reversed. There's going to be some opinion that I have about some things related to equipment that other people aren't going to agree with up front. And I'm going to say this too. If you're in this thinking you've got to get in this full time and you've got to make a living, don't do it. Don't do it. This is not the place to come to jump in and make a living. It doesn't happen. I shouldn't say doesn't happen. It's probably not going to happen. It's most likely not going to happen. 99% it's not going to happen that way. And as always, I'm not trying to discourage you from going into voiceover. I'm trying to give you reality. And this is the reality. This is what you should do, in my opinion. First, identify a space in your home that is quiet, an internal walk-in closet. If you have a walk-in closet that is inside in the middle of your house, whether it's under a stairway or whatever, and it can be quiet and it's small, it doesn't need to be very big, four by four, four by five, you know, three by five. I like the odd shape better, a three by five or a four by six better uh, because of reflection. And that's just a personal thing. But I have found that the sound will do a little better if it's rectangular or if it's angled. 
Uh, even an angled room is even better if you can get some angle walls or people have a bonus room that have the angle ceiling. That's awesome, too. But anyway, you have to have a place. Walk-in closet is great. A corner of a bedroom is great if you got to you know, build a PVC fort. But you need a place that is not echoey and reverby, if you know what I'm saying. And you can get away from the, the noises of the house. You don't hear the refrigerator hum. You, you may have to turn off your AC when you're recording. Not to practice. I'm just talking when the time comes. Be sure you get a place you can set up that'll work so you don't have to retreat because you're going to have to buy some foam. You may have to buy some uh, blankets or whatever you got to do. A walk-in closet with clothes in it is great. You can add a couple of blankets, one over the door, one in front of you where it's not reflecting off the wall. If there's a wall there, then you can probably make it work. And then you can test it later. But the thing is, get a place that this is where you go to do this. Then you're going to look at uh, equipment. So I'm, I'm wrapping space and equipment in as step one. You got your space, you're going to get some equipment. What's what's the best, cheapest I can do? Go get a USB mic. They're pretty darn good now if you get the right one. The new Sennheiser mic is spectacular. Would I use it to deliver work? Maybe, maybe. I think it gets a little air noise in it, if you know what I'm saying. It may be electrical, I'm not sure. A, a, a quiet hiss is the way I want to put it. Um, but man, to start out with, yeah. Good mic. Uh, the AT, I think it's a 2020 that's a USB. That's a really good mic. You're going to spend a couple hundred dollars at most, you know, a mic and whatever. Do you have a computer that you can use? Um, if it is noisy, you're going to have to find a way to run an external monitor into where you're recording. You don't want that noise in the room with you. You have to get it away from you. Uh, I've heard of people drilling a hole in the wall and just running an internet cable through the wall, or not an internet cable, your HDMI cable through the wall. And you can do wireless through a wall, a wireless mouse and wireless keyboard. But you'll you'll probably want that. You don't want to not have that in there. Now, could you just go in there with copy on paper and read it, you know, hit record in another room and walk in there and record it and just have your mic in there? Sure. But it's going to get frustrating going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. But Space and equipment, you can start with a minimum. Start with, I'm not saying in a year you're not going to have something else. You probably will. You can start with a USB mic. If you want to go down to the lower end of a pretty darn good USB mic for the money, the Fifine, I cannot remember if it's a 665, 625, whatever it is, go look on my YouTube channel. I actually did a test between the Fifine and I think at the time I was using the TLM 103. And you can, you really can't tell the difference, not on there. So if you can't tell it on there, why would you tell it anywhere else? You know, the only problem they do sometimes is they like to do a little power surge or, or, or something. But I only had that happen like once and it was easy to go back and recorrect the audio. I actually recorded for about two to three weeks using my Fifine because the other mic I had stopped working and I didn't have the money to buy another one at the time. And I had the Fifine and I used it for a couple of weeks on work and nobody knew. Nobody said a word. All right. Number two, training and workshops. I'm not talking about coaching. I'm talking about workshops where they will teach you something or you get the opportunity to read and get feedback. And don't be afraid to go. The, the procrastination 
and and trying to, to stick to the art of perfection. I want to be perfect at this when I go out. No, you're not going to be. You need to go to training and workshops and learn about this and learn how things are done. And for God's sake, listen to the other people in the workshop and their feedback. Don't go in there and the whole time they're doing it, you you mute and you kill your camera and you're over here doing other stuff, not paying attention. Watch the other people. That's invaluable information. They're, they're going to get the same feedback that you would get. So get feedback six times instead of one time. Be smart. Number three, practice and feedback. What's that mean? Well, practice, that one's easy. You're, you're just going to practice. You're going to take copy and practice. You're going to get a, a magazine and read a magazine article. Practice. How many times did I have to go back and restart a sentence? Learn how to edit. So get a clicker. If you can't get a clicker, use your mouth. But I got a clicker. Hear that? That's a clicker. It puts a huge mark in your WAV file. You can see it and you can edit from there. Okay. Um, clicker, mouth noise. I, I used to pop, but it got old and I, and I still do it out of habit sometimes. Sometimes I'll click and pop at the same time. And I just did this. And that's that's pretty loud. And if you do it twice you'll see a huge mark in your sound wave. Some people just do like a kiss. That does the same exact thing. It makes just as big a mark. Some people clap. It makes a mark too. But as long as you hesitate and clap, it makes the mark and everything's great. So start working on that. So that's what I mean in, in the training uh, or, or the practice part. You got to practice editing and practice reading. How long can you read without making a mistake? Can you read ahead? Are you able to, you know, really keep up and keep a good flow going? And are you sounding reedy or does it sound like you're really telling a story? Work on those things. Okay. Feedback. I said practice and feedback is number three. Feedback. Where am I going to get feedback? Peers. But make sure it's good VO peers and tell them I really want real feedback. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't pat me on the head and tell me I'm doing great. I really want to know how I sound. And especially if you're starting to read some commercial spots, some 15s, some 30s, some 60s, or whatever, uh, explain, or, or not explainers, but uh, what are those other things called that they do? Uh, yeah, it is explainers. So maybe it's an explainer. And do you sound like you're just reading it or not? You need that feedback. Uh, number four, it's time to get a, a coach. It's time to get a one-on-one -on -one individual coach and start really working with that coach because that's what will take you to the demo eventually, right? All right, here's another thing. Number five, do mock auditions. There are some online. Some of the groups still do this. My group still does it. I don't do it that often because it's very, very, very hard work, and I usually try to get some people to help listen as well, but it's hard work. So do those mock auditions. And let me back up to number four. Somebody will probably ask, well, how do I, how do I find a coach? How do I know? If you're going to workshops, you may find one through workshops. Um, you may find one through just looking at them online or through a reference. Talk to other VO people. Who have they worked with? Who helped them the most? And you want a coach that will stick with you until they get you to a demo. And tell them, that's my goal, to get to a commercial demo. Tell them, I want to be coached to reach a a a demo. I want to be able to do a commercial demo. So that's what I want you to do is take me there, guide me and tell me when I'm ready and don't lie to me. Don't don't give me, don't smooze me. Don't say, well, I can coach you through a demo right now. No, I want to be able to do as much self-directing as I can. I want you to get me there. Teach me how to interpret script. Teach me how to change gears. Teach me how to look for these things. 
Number seven, again, a word we just already used, more feedback. Now I'm to the point I'm ready to do a demo. Get feedback from those people you got feedback from before. Am I improving? Do you hear it? I mean, am I doing better? And then number eight, it's time for those demos. Let's get a demo. Let's get that commercial demo. It may be that your coach does the demo. It may be your coach recommends some people to do the demo. Um, I have people that I recommend for demos that I really like. Um it's just it's it's wherever you need to go from there. But when you're ready and the coach says, look, go get out, go, you're ready, you're ready to audition, you're ready to go on uh, Voices.com or Voice123. But don't do those things until a coach says you're ready, because you're just going to get on there and audition, 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 and you're not auditioning well and your sound may not be good and your audio may not be good. And it's just it's not going to work. You might for some weird reason, book a job, but that one job shouldn't be the measure for where you're at. I mean, it needs to be totally, you need to go at this the right way. Take your time. Quit trying to rush. All right. Uh, Number nine is, is mock deliveries. What the heck is that? You need to find someone who can send you some copy and say, I need this back in 15 minutes. Can you turn it around? Can you turn it over in 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, whatever it is, and it be broadcast ready? Clean, crisp, clear audio, couple of takes, broadcast ready, ready to go. Can you do that under pressure? There are also uh, workshops that do on-the-spot auditions in the workshop, and everybody has 15 minutes to record it, deliver it back to the workshop holder, and then the workshop holder will pick a winner. And they'll do that twice, you know, in a couple-hour session. Those are awesome. Mock auditions are awesome. And then number 10, go to work. Just go to work. Wherever you're going to market, whatever you're going to do, you know. And, and, And somewhere in between 6 and 10, you can do those background things that you're, that people always are asking about. Should I have a separate Facebook page? When do I need to set up a website? Uh, should I have a, a Facebook page for voiceover, one for me? Should I have this and this and Instagram and LinkedIn? You can make all those decisions between 6 and 10. By the time you are getting coaching and you're getting demos and whatever, then you can have your website ready and build it, but don't put it out there yet until you have those demos ready to put up on that website. Don't put junky samples up on your website. Make sure they're good samples. Make sure it's a good demo. Make sure it's something that could be sent to an agency if needed. You know, you don't want to put up crap. All right, so those are... Ten things you can do or an order you can go in to get into this. And there are going to be people who say, that's ridiculous. That'll take forever. It will. It'll take at least a year, at least. And that's if you're adamant about this and you're diligent in doing all these things. It will probably take you three to five years to build a really good foundation and start Uh, auditioning and winning auditions and making a little money and doing better. And then, you know, somewhere in year four and five, you know, you're probably doing okay. But that first year, you're going to spend a whole lot more than you make. That second year, you may break even, you know, or you may make a little money. And then by the third year, you should be making some money. You may not even be full time, but you should be making some money. You should have everything set up you know, everything's ready. And now it's it's more just investing your time. And that first two years, you're investing money and time and a lot of it. 
And uh, the, the comparisons that, that keep getting made, and I think it was Jamie Muffet who said, just because you love animals, you can't be a veterinarian. And, you know, just because you care for people doesn't mean you're going to be a doctor or, or could be a doctor. And just because you can talk and have a nice voice doesn't mean you can be a voice actor. It doesn't. Um, it's not just about your voice. It's about how you use it. Do you have the capability to control it? Uh, how you interpret things? And can you connect with what you're reading? You can't just read it. It doesn't work that way. I'll get a microphone. I can read. I have a nice voice. I can read. I can read without messing up a lot. You know, well, sure you can. So can a lot of other people. But you're not going to book work unless you connect to copy. How do I connect to copy? That's what the coaching's for. This takes a little time. And I'm sorry if I'm on a rampage about this lately. There are just so many people in this that shouldn't be or they think they're in it deeper than they are and they're not. And I'm only three years and a month or two in. So I am not the person to tell you you're absolutely wrong if you're in doing it this way, this way, this way. What I am telling you is I could have saved myself a lot of heartache if I'd have spent my first year doing what I was saying on this list versus worrying about being on Fiverr and Upwork trying to get money. That was where I messed up. Don't do that. Don't mess up. And um, yeah, people still do it. Um, but I tell you what they're finding, and I think a lot of people who are brand new are really finding this. They can't get it going on there. Even, you know, even if they got some natural ability, maybe have a really nice sounding voice, they can't get it going because it just doesn't take off like it used to. It just doesn't. There, there's a different level out there, and there is, there's so many people on Fiverr that are mediocre and a little better and they've been on there long enough that they're in the algorithm and they get seen and they're going to get that work that the new people can't get. The new people have a really hard time. They just have a really hard time getting going. Um, even though the algorithm gives you some leeway and will throw you up there every now and then so people can see you, unless your samples are outstanding and what you're doing is outstanding and you really can, they can, you can tell that you're well coached, yeah, you're going to get that cheap crap, but the good stuff on there, you're not going to get. And, and there is some good stuff there. There really is. Um, but sadly, it's a hard road. Uh, even if you love this, no matter how much you love it, if you're not following the right steps, you can you know love it to death and it won't ever come to fruition. And, and I want it to come to fruition for you. I really do. I, I mean, if this is something you have a passion for and you want to do it that badly, if you will put your nose to the grindstone and follow the steps, and and it and like I said, this can't be a desperation thing for you. You can't come to VO out of desperation that you need something to be making money at, and you just hate your job, and this, this looks fun, and I just want to do this. And it's just not that easy. Um, there, there may be other things you could go do, like woodworking or, or you know, learn to repair plumbing or something. You could probably learn to do things like that quicker <laughs> because this is tough. It's very, very tough. Um, and again, not trying to discourage. I'm trying to encourage you because if you're in that first year and you're doing these things this way and you just feel like you're not getting anywhere, you are going to get somewhere if you are following the right steps. 
I guarantee you, you will. And when you're ready for a coach and you're not really sure who to coach with, hit me up. I'll be glad to let you know who I feel like could help you based on where you are and what you sound like. Um, I've worked with a lot of coaches and I believe in most all of them, probably all of them that I've worked with. Um, but some have more of a specialty and can help you in certain things and others can help you in certain things. And I'll try to send you where I think it would be best for you at this point. Ah, well, for a weekend, I guess that's a terrible thing to bring up, you know, is to get somebody down and say, man, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. But even going back three years ago, when I remember listening to Bill DeWeese, who said, this is not a race, it is a marathon. It takes a long time, and in his program, he was selling longevity. And, you know, there's two ways we could look at that from somebody that sells voiceover stuff is that, well, he's just trying to keep me hooked for a long time. But on the other hand, we could say, you know, maybe he's telling the truth. And, you know, he was telling the truth. This is a very long, drawn-out thing, and you've got to be very, very dedicated to do it. I hope you all have a great weekend. I'm looking forward to evocation. I love learning. I, uh, you know, no matter how much coaching and training I've done in the last three years, I look forward to the next one every month. I try to do at least two things a month, whether it's a workshop and a private coaching, whether it's you know something like this, an online conference and maybe uh, a workshop. And um, you know, last month I did the promo uh, movie trailer workshop, something I won't ever do probably, but I learned a lot and enjoyed it and learned more about that that part of the business. And uh, I'm, of course, uh, continuing to work with Tom Antonellis on dialect every month. So you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be spending. The thing is, after a year or so, hopefully uh, you're not spending way more than you're making. Maybe it's it's equivalent. And then hopefully by the third year, you've actually got things in place and you can just start making a little money, and then working towards that break into full-time. Ah, what a wonderful, wonderful subject. So sorry to be the bearer of bad news if you thought this was going to be something you could be making a lot of money in a couple of months, making six figures in your closet as quickly as possible. Um, but I want to be a realist, and I want to be um, as honest as I can in what I believe and what I see and what I have seen in the last few years. Hey, have a good one. Uh, this is the VO Life podcast, sold wherever all good fine podcasts are sold or given away, and we'll see you next week. This podcast was produced under the authority of the podcast police, who may or may not have investigated the host and guests prior to broadcasting. Any unlawful statements will be investigated further and persecuted to the fullest extent of the podcast law. You are listening to the VO Life with Troy Olden.